We have many struggles. There are, he's saying, there are many voices. There are many influences. There are many things that are gripping for your hearts and trying to woo you away, right? There are all these things, and we all get it. We all understand this. He's, he's naming. He's saying, I wish I could just be with you face to face and speak with you about these things, right? There are many voices. But it's with this foundational thought that Paul then, like his love for them, his affection, the reality of their struggles, this foundational thought that Paul then shifts gears into giving direction. He says, therefore, so he says, your struggles. So because of your struggles, therefore, and I'm going to name the four things. He says, number one, walk in him right here. We just see the scripture, right? So walk in him. That's number one, walk in him. Other translations say live in him. The idea is simple. In life, we are always journeying forward. We're always walking through life. Life is a journey. We're walking. We must be intentional in our journey to keep our eyes focused on Jesus. That's the idea. Walk in Him. You're walking with Him. Your eyes focused on Him. We talked about in my resurrection class, I said that, and we heard me say it just before. You, listen, you move towards the things which you look at. If you look at Jesus, you go towards him. If you look at anything else, primarily, you move in that direction. Scripture says, focus on Jesus. Be aware of the enemy. And in my class, I said, so you're driving and you're aware, right? Driving, looking at Jesus, I'm aware of the enemy. Looking in mirrors, but I'm not focusing on him. I'm not focusing on my sin. I'm not focusing on the struggle. I'm focusing on Jesus. I'm walking in him. Galatians 5.16. Paul says something very familiar again. He says, but I say, walk, listen, walk by the Spirit. I say, walk by the Spirit, in the power of the Spirit, in the fullness of the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. Sin will not grip you. You, Josiah, will not sink when the waves come. Because your eyes are focused on Jesus, our faith is in Him, we are not doubting, but we're focusing on His presence, and we're moving towards Him. Walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of your sinful nature. The things that woo us will not draw us away. Paul's saying, you're struggling, walk in Him, focus on Him. Number two, this is the nature of our the whole camp, rooted in Jesus. We all understand how roots work. They keep plants, they keep trees standing, acting as an anchor that can withstand any storm. Listen, I don't know about y'all, but when massive storms come, like we, we literally lived through hurricanes. Charlie, Francis, and Gene, when we lived in, in Orlando, right? There were 61 trees that fell in our neighborhood, landing on cars and on houses, right? We walked out the day after Hurricane Charlie, and you literally could not see grass, and you could not, you could not see pavement, because literally, it just ripped up everything. And I looked around, and there were trees that had withstood 100 mile per hour winds, and I'm sitting there going, that is amazing, Why? Because their roots were planted deep. Their roots had gone down, and when the storm came, they just blew with the wind and said, I don't care what may come. I got my roots planted deep, and I will not shake, and I will not fear because he is with me. We are rooted and established. We are rooted in Jesus. What are our roots in? 
It's the power of being rooted deeply into Jesus, the best of who we are into him. The third thing built up in Jesus that speaks to everyday nature of our lives. So we plant our roots deep and then we build and we build and we build. We build upon roots. So Jesus is our established root system, right? We read in Psalm 1, this is a prophetic word, a word from Jesus that was given to me when I was in college. It says this, this person wrote you, but he or she is like a plant, is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruits in season and its leaf does not wither and all they do, they prosper. You are called, we are each called to be like a tree planted by the streams of living water, a.k.a. represented by Jesus. And then I give myself every day intentionally with my roots going, because you know if your roots absorb life, then what you build will be life and life-giving. It's into Jesus The idea for us is that we're intentional of building with Jesus, following Jesus, being led by him, allowing him to say, you're not dumb. Which means if you're not dumb in Jesus, then you are smart. It's not that you're just not something. It means you are something in return. And so in the nature of our lives... What are you believing that's a lie? Because here's the thing. Hear this. This is straight from the Lord. This is not in my notes, y'all. Basically, God is saying this morning, if Jesus, excuse me, if the enemy, not Jesus, if the enemy is speaking a lie about you, then Jesus believes the alternative. And that is who you are. It is who you are. You are no longer sinners. No, you were saved by grace and you were children. You don't have to call yourselves sinners. You were saved by grace through faith so that Jesus could call you sons and daughters and call you friends. That's who we are. Built up in Jesus. Focused on him. Known by Jesus. Calling you friends. The enemy is here. God is here. And he's put you here. And so you got to focus on him. Why? Because it's too far to look down. Look on the person who's at your side. Who's on your level? Jesus. Why? Because he puts you there. He said you are seated in the heavenlies for eternity with him. What do you do with that? The moment you became a Christian, you entered into eternity in Christ. And you were seated in the heavenlies with the Father. That doesn't even make any sense. But Jesus did it. He puts us on this level saying, you are now sons and daughters. You are an heir of God and a co-heir with Christ. Don't believe lies because the truth is this. Built up in Jesus. Planted by streams of living water. Number four, established in Jesus. You know, I love walking through old cities. I love walking through old cities and then playing the game. What's the oldest building? You know what I'm talking about? Walking through the cemetery and you're like competing. If you have siblings, like you're competing. I was the only child, so I was competing with my mom and dad, right? And I'm like walking through. Like, what's the oldest headstone, right? Kind of walk. I found 1897. Well, I found 1740. You win, right? Whatever it is, right? So, so I love walking through because the idea is that when it, and so you walk through buildings, what does it say? Establish circa whatever year. 
And established, and listen, established speaks to permanence. Established in Jesus speaks to our permanence. That I have been rooted and established in him. And I now have a permanence as a child of God. Is that established? How old was I? Nine. I don't know what that means. When I was born, I 1982, right? Whatever it is, right? Give me like Jesus. Established, 1982. Permanence. And so Paul is speaking about being rooted and being established and then fighting to be established for the permanence of walking with him, the established nature of our relationship, our permanency. And he's saying this permanency, man, it's dependent upon our faith, our leaning into and trusting Jesus in everything. The idea is that we're establishing our hope, our faith in him. We're established, our permanence in Christ, our faith that he is leading us. He is Lord, he is kind, and he is loving us. So we are established in Jesus, having our permanence of being his child wrapped up in who he is as we continue to believe and to trust and to walk with him every day. That was the hope and the intention. Spend, listen, this is what we did, just so you all know. Youth, you remember, make sure I don't miss anything, so pay attention. We would spend the morning focusing on the spiritual disciplines. We'd talk about prayer. We'd talk about worship. We would talk about fasting. We'd talk about submission to authority and others, right? And then we would go to our teaching times. Kurt's here, and Kurt spoke on the life of Jesus. I spoke on the resurrection of Jesus. Ashton spoke on the death of Jesus. Someone spoke on grace. Someone talked to, spoke about um, um, the end times. What else am I missing? Okay, one person. Church. I heard. Oh, this, I'm sorry. Holy Spirit. Creation. Church. Right. So we focused on the foundational truths that we are building our faith upon, right? And then that night, we just got to practice those and experience it and go after Jesus. Jesus was building. That's what he was doing in all of those. He was building. Because he looks at us. Here's the deal. He looks at us here. And he sees all of us. He wants right now to build the permanence. He wants to establish the faith because he recognizes they are the church of today and the church of tomorrow. So the idea for us. Now is the time to take all of this word, embrace it, allow it to continue to shape our lives, to recognize you all. Just hear me, youth, when the enemy's desires to steal, kill, and destroy We have a permanence now focused on Jesus, and we fight for him as he fights for us. And so in our lives, this is not just for our youth, is it? Do you recognize the nature of being built up and rooted in and established in our faith? And as you heard their stories this morning, how many of you, I just watched it, how many of you were like, Jesus, it's just too late for me. I wish I had had that, but it's just too late for me. Again, believing lies because the the enemy is the father of lies. And all he does is, for some of you, all he's done is fed lies to you and you just eat them all day long. You eat them all day long. And you think it's too long, too, too far past. Calling is gone. You're too far into sin. You just can't do it. You could never be like that. Well, God, if I just had that, where were you back then for me, God? 
He said, I'm here now. I'm moving now. It's not too late. The calling has not been rescinded. It's still here and present. Will you believe me? Will you take Josiah's word? And will you focus? Will you believe the lies the enemy has fed you? Or will you focus on me? Will you rise up and will you recognize sin does not have to define you? There is life in Christ today no matter how old you are in Jesus' name. This is where we are. So, Harvest, you can come lead us. Here's what I'm going to invite this morning. I know there are ministry teams that were signed up. You can go ahead and come forward. Here's what I ask youth. I want you to pay attention to me. So, so this morning I could say all the youth come up and that would be okay. But I'm going to do this. I want you to take the first minute of the first song and I want you to say, Jesus, would you have me go pray for people? And if you and, and if you feel like this real this longing to do so, then I want you just to come forward right here on the front, and I want you to be available to pray for people, whether it's youth or youth leaders or college students, whatever it may be. Okay, so let's take the first minute. The first minute, if you feel God leading you to do that, come confidently. I want you to come. Right? Don't go. Oh, should I? No, just come forward. No fear. Come right here. What I'm asking you to do this morning. If God is speaking to you this morning about awakening these things, and I want to encourage you to come. I want to encourage you to get prayer, whether from ministry teams or here, or from one of our youth on the front. For those of you who don't know, these are offering baskets, and you came ready and prepared this morning to give your tithe or an offering before the Lord as an act of worship. Then your baskets are here, the box right there, the giving kiosk outside. And as always, we believe, as Harvest sang in the last song, Eating of the, the body and drinking of his blood, the, the body broken for us. It's the good news of Jesus that he came to earth. He lived his life perfect. He died on the cross. He was resurrected for us to conquer death, hell, and sickness in the grave. And so as you take this morning, you remember that you receive that truth saying, Jesus, I receive again your good news. So this is the end of our service. I'm not going to come back up. So you're officially released to go. But if you want to stay this morning, allow God to minister, you want to worship, I want to invite you to stay as long as God would have you stay. Okay? All right. We love you. Don't forget the announcement. There's a Guatemala admission team meeting after church today, so wait for it around for it. That's officially in the service. We love you. Don't forget to youth tonight at Riverstone. We'll see you soon.